0: What's up, you Alberta? Welcome to episode number two of What's Up, You Alberta. I am your host, Elliot Tanti. Very excited um, for this second episode. We have Timothy Jadik on the podcast today. He's the president of the Ukrainian Student Society, and uh, he came and uh, met up with me. We talked a little bit about some of the events that they're holding on campus, some of the things that they do, as well as um, well we talked about the recent developments in Uc- developments in Ukraine. And uh, he gave a very interesting and informed perspective on that. So I'm really looking forward to uh, getting to that today. We're also going to be featuring some music from a former University of Alberta student. I've graduated of the uh, BFA program. Kaylee Thomas, we're going to play one of her songs. Very much looking forward to that as well. And uh, we're going to take a couple minutes to talk a little bit about student elections and where you can get a little bit more informed and where else you can get information as to uh, where you can vote. So yeah, jam packed episode. One thing I am going to try and do with this podcast is keep it a little bit shorter. Our first episode, um, I got lots of positive feedback, but one of the things that I heard was that it was just a little bit too long. So we're going to keep it to one student group this week, and uh, and then do a little bit of a uh, have a little bit of a chat at the end. I'm very much looking forward to uh, trying it out and then hearing back from you guys. There's a couple ways if you're interested in getting a hold of me that you can do that. Uh, First of of all is following us on Twitter, What's Up UAlberta. Just started the title of the podcast, What's Up UAlberta. And uh, finally, if you want to send us an email, wualberta at gmail.com. So, yeah, if you have some feedback or yourself are part of a student group and want to get involved, um, that's an awesome way to get a hold of me and so we get you on the podcast. As well as if you're a, a University of Alberta student who also makes music, love to feature your music on the podcast as well. So, yeah, coming up right now is Timothy Jadak and the uh, Ukrainian Student Society. All right, I am here with President of the Ukrainian Student Society, Timothy Jadak, to talk about his group and some of the upcoming events that they're hosting, as well as give us some perspective on what's going on in Ukraine. Thanks so much for being here, Timothy. Thanks for having me. Can you tell me a little bit about yourself? Uh, What program are you in? How long have you been at the university, and uh, what are your extracurricular
1: activities? I'm a third-year political science student at the University of Alberta. Um, I'm a Ukrainian folklore minor, and um, extracurricular activities, I'm the president of the Ukrainian Student Society, obviously, um, as well. Um, Off-campus, I dance semi-professionally with um, the Chukramosh Ukrainian Dance Company, um, and I sit on the Alberta Ukrainian Dance Association as a secretary.
0: Okay. Okay. So obviously you're very involved with the Ukrainian community. Uh, how did you get initially get involved with the Ukrainian student society?
1: Um, actually I'm originally from Manitoba, but my dad went to the university of Alberta. And when I moved here, he told me, Tim, you have to be on the Ukrainian student society. I did that (laughs) when I was in university. Um, so I moved here. Um, And found the Ukrainian Student Society at Club's Fair and just started off my first year as a member. Um, My second year, I sat on the executive as the media director. So I managed the Facebook and the Instagram and the Twitter and all that sort of stuff. Um, And then this past April, I ran for the spot of president. And I've been president since uh, April 2013.
0: Great, great. So your dad was part of the Ukrainian Student Society? How old is the uh, society?
1: Um, The society has been... um, around for a while. I think it originally kind of started in the 1960s um, and then was strong until the early 90s and then sort of dropped off the map and then now we're in the revival stage um, for about the past seven years. Okay. It's been the revival of the society. So what kind of uh, events do you hold? Um, We hold all sorts of different events. Um, uh, We have our Welcome Back Barbecue in September, which is one of our sort of flagship events. Um, And then in... Uh, in January, we have our Zakarpatya Zabava, which is we rent out a bar, we um, bring in a Ukrainian band, um, so it's really sort of Ukrainian night at a bar, which is sort of a different atmosphere. <laughs> Sounds like fun. Yeah, um, and then we're always um, very cognitive of what's going on in Ukraine. Um, so we ran a Solidarity Week to support the protests that were going on, um, a couple weeks ago here. I saw that you guys were handing out pins, right? Yeah, we gave out blue and yellow ribbons, um, to, we actually distributed 250 blue and yellow ribbons to the student body here, um, just to show the protesters in Ukraine that we were with them, that we were supporting what they were doing. Um, and then in March, we typically have our Ukrainian Week, which is just a week of, um, Ukrainian activities. We do our pro barbecue and Quad um, as one of our fundraisers. Um, and Then we usually have a, a Ukrainian movie night. And then we do our, our big event, which is the PPP, which is Paska Pis and Um And Pis are traditional Ukrainian Easter eggs. Um, and Pascha is traditional Ukrainian Easter bread. And so we... Um, rent out um, St. John's Institute and have our members come and sort of participate in those cultural activities.
0: So you guys are really involved in campus.
1: Yeah, we're really involved in campus. Lots of events. No, that's great. That's great. Do you have to be Ukrainian to join? Um, Absolutely not. Um, If you're interested in participating in Ukrainian um, events, you don't have to be Ukrainian. Um, It costs $10 to join our club, so come out um, and, and join us. You don't have to be Ukrainian. Cool, cool. I took a look at uh, your
0: Facebook group before I came here to talk to you, and I noticed that you guys are partnered with a lot of Ukrainian organizations around Edmonton. Do you think this speaks to the strength of the Ukrainian community in Edmonton?
1: Yeah, Edmonton has a very, very strong Ukrainian community. Um, so we we are just one sort of part of it, or um, a student group within the larger Ukrainian community in Edmonton and in Alberta, um, which is really awesome. Um, It's really nice to have such a, such a huge Ukrainian community in Edmonton, um, because they support us with lots of things that we do, um, financially and, um, with just support with people coming out to our events and stuff like that too. That's really
0: great. That's really great. I want to get back to something that you mentioned earlier. You had said that your group had hosted a a solidarity, um, event and I noticed that I think it was in sub it took place, right? Where you're heading out the fence. Obviously Ukraine is in the news quite a bit lately. Uh, Could you give myself and the listeners a little bit more information on exactly what's going on in Ukraine right now?
1: Um, Ukraine is in a little bit of political unrest. (laughs) Um, uh, The protests originally started um, when Ukraine um, was sort of looking into becoming part of the European Union. Um, And then Putin kind of made a deal with the Ukrainian president and said, you know what, don't join the European Union, come back to Russia. And, uh, lots of Ukrainians, um, really took offense to that because, you know, they, they just became a free country in 1991. And, uh, so they haven't been, they haven't been experiencing freedom for too long. Um, and then that slowly started escalating, um, as the Ukrainian people were, um, continually more and more dissatisfied with the amount of corruption that, that is, that is within the Ukrainian government system. Um, which led to the protests, and many of the protesters were university students. Um, So the reason for us running the Solidarity campaign um, was to show those protesters, those students that, just like you or I, university students, um, protesting for for fair democracy in their country, um, that we were with them, that we were behind them, um, because that's about all we can do from, from Canada. For sure. For sure. There's been a a lot of
0: speculation, discussion about Ukraine. Uh, Recently, a CBC commentator described Ukraine as a hinge country between Russia and the West. This unrest that's going on in Ukraine right now, do you think this is an embodiment of EU-Russia tension, or is this more representative
1: of the internal conflict in Ukraine? I definitely think it's representative of the internal conflict in Ukraine. Um, uh, You can see it's um, a great example to use is, you know, there's so much civic disengagement in Canada. You know, we're always seeing students aren't getting involved, they're not advocating against government, and they don't really care what goes on. Um, and you can see in Ukraine, you know, hundreds, 100 people lost their lives fighting for freedom. Um, and that just shows how much um, political corruption that these people are experiencing. You know, that they're willing to risk risk their lives um, in order to see a change within their country. And frankly, they're just fed up. Mm-hmm. I see.
0: Now, part of this conflict and something that's been noted often in media is that uh, Ukraine is divided basically down language lines. As the president of Ukrainian Student Society, you lead a group that represents a country with these divisive political and language lines. How do you rectify those opinions in your group?
1: Um, here in Canada, um, most people were first or second wave immigrants, I see. Um, so they're very, very pro-Ukrainian. They came from Western Ukraine, so we don't have um, tons of, like, you know, Eastern-Western Ukrainian divide within our society here right. at the university. Um, but, you know, of course, things like that come up from time to time. You know, there's more um, pro-Russia students and more pro-Ukraine um, like Ukraine um, independence, um, people that, that we deal with. Um, and you know, it's just sort of, you know, taking people's perspectives and, and respecting them. That's what we do.
0: Yeah. It sounds really positive though, (laughs) right? That's what you're trying to do?
1: Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm. Totally. Um, totally putting a positive spin on it and, you know, trying to, to bridge the Ukrainian community and Ukrainian students so we all can come together sort of as one voice. Um, but also respecting that, you know, as one voice, people do have different opinions. Certainly. Certainly. I think many,
0: including myself, saw the Orange Revolution as a really positive shift in the way business was done in Ukraine. Uh, Do these recent events suggest otherwise, or have we all simply been
1: ignorant to what's been going on in Ukraine? I think if we take the Orange Revolution in isolation, it was an amazing um, thing that happened in Ukraine. Um, They overturned the election results and got um, Yushchenko elected as, as president of Ukraine. Um, and then within his government, things sort of didn't happen as they, as the Ukrainian people wanted to, to see them happen. And then the next, um, election, um, Yanukovych was elected. Um, and then I think Ukraine sort of was just down a slippery slope ever since he came into power.
0: I see. I see. Uh, recently, actually just this last Sunday, there's been news that Russian troops have entered into Eastern or Southern Ukraine and, uh, This has led to many international countries coming out and speaking against Russia. Do you think the international community is doing enough for the people of Ukraine?
1: I think the international community is doing what they can, Um, currently putting sanctions on Ukrainian people, Uh, Not on Ukrainian people, on Russians. On Russians. (laughs) Uh, Putting sanctions on Russians, um, especially because uh, it it, it will hurt Russia, the sanctions that are being um, put on them, especially a lot of Russian politicians hold their money in EU countries. um, And so now their sanctions and their assets have been frozen. Um, so, you know, it's kind of like more than just a slap on the wrist to Russia. It's just saying like, you know, what you're doing is wrong. There's no reason that you should be in Ukraine right now. Um, it's going to be interesting to see how the situation unfolds. Some people are saying there might be war, something might like that might happen. And I just hope that that doesn't happen, but we'll just have to wait it out and see. For sure. Well, for sure. Looking forward in, uh, the future for Ukraine, what do you think, what do you think the future holds um i'm i'm holding a very positive um attitude so far um the ukrainian people on their protests they they kind of they got the the president out of the country um he, he obviously was fleeing because he knew what he was doing was wrong Um, And people have lost their lives. So I hope that these people are are martyrs for um, freedom. And a a, a free and democratic society is what I'd love to see happen in Ukraine without all of the corruption that sort of riddled Ukrainian politics since they were a free country in 1991. Great. How do people get a hold of the Ukrainian Student Society? Uh, You can find us on Facebook. um, You can find us on Twitter. And you can find us on Instagram. Um, On Twitter, we're at Ukrainian. Um, at UKR underscore students, and that's the same as our Instagram. And I will put all that information in the show notes. How about you? How do people get a hold of you? Get a hold of me? You can find me on Facebook, Timothy Jattik, um or on Twitter, at Tim Jad. All right. This is Timothy Jaddick, president of the Ukrainian Student Society. We spoke in Pembina Hall.
0: That Was the wonderful Kaylee Thomas, her song Hideaway, off her new album Ash Mountains? If you want to get more information on Kaylee Thomas, um, you can find her on our website at www.kayleethomas.com. That's C A Y L E Y T H O M A S.com. And uh, some more information about her, the former BFA. Student, uh, for BFA student graduate in the University of Alberta, Kaylee Thomas, and uh, really appreciate her allowing us to play her song on the podcast today. Also, um, really want to thank Timothy for coming on the podcast. Uh, it was a really, really interesting and informative um, view on, uh, well, his own student group, of course, which he's the president. Uh, really got uh, a good glimpse into what uh, the Ukrainian Student Society does and, and how involved they are in campus, as well as um, a, really, a really interesting perspective on the situation in Ukraine. And I really, really appreciate Timothy uh, taking some time out of his day. I know he's working on a couple student union campaigns as well, and uh, he took some time out of his day to talk to me. So I really, really appreciate that. On the subject of student union, Elections are happening next week. Yes, Monday and Tuesday, the fifth and sixth. Student elections are going to be taking place on uh, the University of Alberta campus. Um, I really, really encourage you to uh, get involved, and, and not not by working on a campaign, not by taking it super seriously, but just by getting informed and actually taking the time to go and vote. Um, you know, one of the things that seemed to be really clear in Timothy's interview was that he he recognized what um, what the people of Ukraine had gone through and when you think about the people that had died um, or were you know were fighting this this for this cause in Ukraine just for the right for a proper democracy and here in the west i think we've kind of come that we just come by it naturally and we just, you know, accept that it's there and we none of us have really ever had to fight for it um, in the same way that people in Ukraine are doing right now. So I don't think that we appreciate it as much, but it's really important. These are people, I mean, forget municipal politics or provincial politics or federal politics, which one could argue is more important and has severe apathy problems in itself, um, despite what you think of those the major politicians in Canada, these people are putting their names out there and want to represent you on campus. They have ideas. Uh, they may not a lot of them are revolutionary. Um, a lot of the candidates this year are, are realists, but they're passionate about these things and they're passionate about getting you information on on mandatory instructional fees or, or or talking about this missing step program or how they're going to deal with the government or how money is going to be used for events on campus. These are big deals. These really do affect student life. They affect um, your, your education and the quality of your education. And so I really encourage you to get involved. It's very, very easy to get information on the candidates. One thing um, I noticed today when I was doing some research for myself was Nearly every candidate has a um, well-developed, easy-to-use, functional website. Uh, Most of the candidates have Facebook pages and Twitter accounts. Their their platforms are available in uh, various different forms. On top of that, if you go to www.su.ualberta.ca, there's information. There's a little under the governance tab. There's a bunch of information on the elections where you can get a full list of candidates. Uh, There's a bunch of candidate bios up there. Um, and then you can get forum videos as well. There's a bunch of forums that have been going on across the University of Alberta campus, and they've actually been taking video of each of these forums, and, uh, and so you have access to all that stuff as well. And I really, really do encourage you to, uh, to get involved and, uh, and not just to vote, but make it an educated vote and, and vote for someone that, uh, that you believe in and, and that you want to uh, represent you into the next year. All right, guys, I'm going to finish finish it up with that. Uh, I really appreciate you listening today. Uh, I hope the shorter podcast was a little bit m- easier to, and more manageable. Um, I'm really looking forward to, to hearing from you and getting some feedback as to what's been going on. Again, there's two uh, really easy ways to get a hold of me. One is on Twitter, at What's Up Alberta. That's at What's Up Alberta. Or if you don't have Twitter, you can email me at uh, wualberta at uh, gmail.com. Um, maybe you've got a student group love to hear from you and get you on the podcast and maybe you're a student musician um and want to hear your music on the podcast as well uh just get a hold of me and uh we can set some things in motion anyway guys have a great week and i'll talk to you later